In a world where nothing makes sense, listen as Dre and Ron try to do just that. Welcome to Augmented Reality. Yeah, man, come in, kick your feet up, grab a brew, or something to drink. Let's talk, nigga. That's <laughs> <was> good. <laughs> oh, man, you starting to show off ignorant already. <laughs> Let's get it. Before we get started, I want to introduce my buddy. I've known this guy for a long, long, maybe too long of a time. Uh, he go by many names, but we're going to call him Ray Ray today. Ray, welcome to the show, buddy. Thank you, sir. What's up with you, Ray? What's up? What's up? Shit, chilling. Chilling. <laughs> chilling. We're going to get right into it. Because yes, I, I ain't getting my beer. So, here we go. <laughs> Yo, bad. You know what Yo, really bad. grinds my gears? You, America. Fuck you. All right, Drake. Man, so, so, so look look here, man. I've been watching ESPN all fucking day. And they've only talked about two things. The Rams-Cardinals game last night. And Steph Curry needing two more threes to pass Ray Allen on an all-time three-point field goal list. And they like, oh, man, this dude has changed the game. He ain't changed the game. He ruined the game. He ruined, he ruined NBA 2K. He ruined high school sports. He ruined the NBA. These dudes went from taking 10 to 15 threes a game. Now 32 teams or 30 teams take 34 threes a game, bro. You know what I'm saying? That, that has completely taken the big man unless he can shoot a three out the game. You know what I'm saying? Like that that to me is crazy, man. Like they idolize this dude for, for shooting all these threes, man, and all he's done is pretty much ruined the game. I think the Golden State Warriors for the last 10 years have ruined the game of basketball. So is it his fault or is it the fault of everybody being a copycat? Right? It's his daddy's fault. <laughs> okay. It's his daddy's fault. That's his daddy made him go shoot. <laughs> yep, you know what I'm saying? Hey, man, I, I want you to shoot all these three. You gonna change the game? Shoot all these three, man. That's that's clown, dog. Just hey, you know what I'm saying? Go Just ahead. to play devil's advocate, the analytics ruined the game because now all these computer generated algorithms say that the three pointer is a better shot than a, a higher percentage shot in certain situations. Than before, then they then they realized in past, right? So that's why more teams are taking it. But that can't that can't be true when Cass ain't even shooting three pointers here. I mean, they not even shooting forty percent, fifty percent. You know, in the paint, you got these bigs. They shooting sixty percent. So you can't tell me that a three pointer is a high more high percentage shot than a layup or something ten feet from the basket. I'm just telling you what the analytics say. Yeah, and, for sure. It's just like it's just like when uh Mike D'Antoni came out with like the seven second offense, right? That makes sense to me. If you can get a possession to get a shot up in the first seven seconds, that means you get more possessions per game, right? That up tempo running gun type. So I get you. I think it's a case of uh we either getting old and just used to what we used to. Or it ruined the game. So, so I don't know. Ray, yeah, so you got me on this. You keep seeing me look over to the right. It's, it's because I got the the right now. They playing the Knicks, so they they kicking it off. So I'm thinking maybe in the next five ten minutes, he's gonna break the record. Gotcha. And everything Ray, can go back to normal. On that? Did that upset you? Know, watch those sports. Right, man. <laughs> Matt, we gonna kick it to the meat potatoes. Hey, hey, good man, good man. <laughs> Watching sports is stressful, All right? I know it is stressful, man. So let's go ahead and kick into it, man. I'm a straight meat and potatoes, man. <laughs> uh oh, I got a finger, so that must mean he made it. He made one. First shot of the game. Yeah, his first shot of the game. Yeah. All right, look, this week's topic, we want to talk about do we feel that rappers are trying to keep it too real? And is that causing an issue 
And I, I don't want to just say the black community, but society overall. Um, I don't know. I don't know if you want to go first. Or, or, right? I'm going to let y'all handle this. I'll chime in. Okay. Well, yeah. for me, rappers always kept it too real. Just what the song Self-Destruction, when we was going against, you know, all the wrongs that was being done and, you know, in the world, like, politically wise, you know what I'm saying? When they dropped Self-Destruction, Public Enemy dropped that song. I mean, the group Public Enemy alone shows that we've been there. Um, the shorties nowadays, their problem is that it's not for no political thing. It's for street clout. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's for, let this girl look at me. Oh, well, half of these motherfuckers gay anyway. Let this boy look at me. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's it's some street clout stuff. I, I need some Louis Vuitton shoes. I'm wearing these new skinny pants. They Bazashis or Balachis or whatever you call them, but they tight. I can't barely walk in them. Like, it's all about designer who getting money fast, who got the most homes, and, I mean, but it's always been there. I ain't going to say it haven't been there. You know what I'm saying? I mean, so, just like, think, you know what I'm saying? If we going to say that they doing too much, Tupac probably did too much. He told about his mama and dear mama. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's like, it's weird. You, you kind of say they are. It's just the direction that they're putting it in. You know what I'm saying? But we've been there in hip-hop and rap and everything. We've been there. We've been telling on ourselves. We've been telling our stories, you know? Trey, you got a comment? You say you got a Yeah. Yeah, so I, I agree. I agree with Ray. Keeping it real has always been a staple in hip-hop. You know what I'm saying? That's how you that's how you get on. And now it's like we we talked earlier, and I think you was kind of trying to gear gear it towards, you know, these dudes getting killed or these dudes staying in the streets. I mean, honestly, these dudes, they they're clout chasing. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, it's like, all right, I'm, it's, it's them showing or trying to prove that they the big dog. You know what I'm saying? Big dog in the yard. You can't, you know what I'm saying? You can't fuck with me. And and, and I think that's the reason for the guns and, and all the violence and everybody's a drug dealer now. You know what I'm saying? Apparently, Noriega owes Rick Ross a hundred favors. You know what I'm saying? So... <laughs> I feel like this, like just to piggyback off of basically what both of you guys are saying, is back in the day in the in the late eighties and nineties when you had NWA, you had Tupac, you had the Ghetto Boys, right? They did they they had some message behind theirs at times, right? It wasn't all just shoot 'em up, sell drugs, kill somebody, right? Like Tupac had songs with messages, Scarface had songs with messages, NWA had songs with messages, right? And nowadays, it's like you said, like, these guys are all they want to talk about is just flat out, uh, I got this amount of money, I got that, and you know what I'm saying? I can shoot this dude up, and like, I was watching YouTube videos about the Chicago drill rap scene, how it's becoming, it's correlating with gang activity now, right? Like, People are joining different drill rap groups, and that's more of a gang affiliation than, than what was normally seen in Chicago. So, so go ahead. Drake. So, I have a question, and, it, and it's kind of—I guess it kind of ties into this. Mm -hmm. Does authenticity matter in hip hop? <clears throat> uh, I don't think it ever did, or. Like, I mean, I don't know. Like, because so, authenticity doesn't sell, right? Like, so all right, authenticity, 
does it doesn't sell? Is that what you're saying? I mean, like, it depends, right? Like, I think I'm, I misconstrued what I was trying to say. Like, into intellectual rap doesn't sell, and being authentic and street does, right? Like, and, and they're making money off of this because it, it's making other people want to go see why it's such a, you know, why it's such a interesting topic, right? Like outsiders that don't see this every day, they're interested. And people that live it want to try to live up to it and see if they're doing it better than what you're doing. Okay, so I'm, I, I want to I hear, um, hear what Ray has to say. Ray, your mic is muted. So I, I want to hear what he has to say when it comes to, as far as does authenticity matter? You know what I'm saying? Because from what I understand, you work in the industry. So, you know what I'm saying? I, I would really love to hear your opinion on the authenticity and how it affects, you know, sales I mean, and yeah. It, it matters, but it depends on what your audience decides what is art to them. Right. Because, I so, mean, I, I do concerts for a living. I'm saying from a nerd group to a drill group. I'm just saying the audience. The audience is not all black. They're right. 80% white. Right. So with, with that I mean, said... So, so it's some kind of art there. You know what I'm saying? It's something that they're enjoying. It's just for uh, black folks. We... We clicked up. I won't call it gangs. The hip hop has turned into clicks. They click up. Boom. You got this person against this person. This person gets this click. No. Fuck this click. And no. I mean, that was turning into what it looked like is violence and gang banging. You know what I'm saying? Now you got these rappers that's from the streets. You know what I'm saying? Get a little more money. They can move in different places or they can move around. Once they get off a plane, they can get a gun. They got money now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they still in the streets. They still giving their hood drugs to sell for them and all that. How you think they stay afloat when they disappear for so many years? Right. But Yeah. Jada Kiss, I've, I've heard Jada Kiss mention that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. it's like it's an art there. It's just not the art that we grew up on. It's not the art that, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, like, it's not the, we, we grew up on lyrical content. You know what yeah. I'm saying? We grew up on the art of storytelling, you know, slick rig, you know, cats like that. You know, yeah, I grew up in the age. Yeah, and, and it's not there anymore because it's all about, you know, and, and it's crazy because my son, you know, the music that he listens to, um, I can't even name half the rappers that he listens to, but, you know, it's like every other word is like, yo, suck my dick this. I'm fucking your bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like that to me, it's like, bro, that shit is not art. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I feel I feel that them taking it, you know, or them trying to keep it too real is actually sacrificing the art. Does that make sense? That makes sense, but it's kind of sort of because you got these great producers behind these songs. And that's part of the art. Just being in production and making the beat is part of the art. Um, the words they spitting, that's what them kids living right now. I can't even say they're not keeping it real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Dude probably did that shooting last night. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and, and I, and you know I agree with you. And I, I agree with you. But, you know, it's it's like, you know, now it's, it's um, glorifying that that lifestyle you know what i'm saying it it's and i want to go back to what you were saying about the crowds and how the crowds are 80 percent white do you think that they're making this music or making these type of lyrics because these white people that attend their shows kind of want to i guess live that lifestyle through their music um i think it's 
Um. Hold on. Let me decline this. All right. I forgot the phone calls come to my computer too. Did you um, know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't. It put the white people in a place where they wish they could be black. For black folks, okay. we actually live in it. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I wanted to, like, so the thing to get me is one of my sisters asked me this question years ago, like, what type of music you going to listen to when you're in your 50s and you're riding with your kids and you want to reminisce on your younger days? Like, are you going to listen to some Luke or are you going to be listening to Tupac? And I was like, I will pick and choose songs out of those genres, but that also opened my mind to other genres of music, right? So nowadays, it feels like that's all that these kids listen to. And I feel like the way the media saturates the airwaves and the streaming services saturate the airwaves with all of this negative, derogatory music, it's contributing contributing to the decline of our community. Right? Like part of the reason we were talk want to talk about this is all of the, the younger rappers that have been dying lately over over petty shit. You know what I'm saying? Over simple shit or But to to us it might seem petty. To them, that's everyday lifestyle. That's all that they know. You know what I'm saying? Like we we know. To us, it's like man, you dying over a hood that your mama rent. You know, shout out Jay Z. You know what I'm saying? Like you dying over colors that you don't own. You know that's to us, that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Because we're older in age. You know we're we're professionals in our fields or whatever the case may be. But it's that's their life. That's I can't all that even they know. I, I'm just speaking uh like I can speak for me and Ray. Like I said, me and Ray go back thirty plus years. And we hung in the streets of Chicago and you know, we done our said dumb shit and been around dumb shit, but we knew what extent that we would take things to and who we can hang around to avoid certain situations at times, right? Like it, it it's I mean, like I'm- there's no honor, there's no code anymore. Like we wouldn't bring this shit to our parents' front door. We don't want this whatever we doing in the streets coming back on our family. Like they don't even care anymore. And I think if you constantly listening to that type of music all day, it, it can affect your, your thought process. Like I didn't I'd have had times I'm riding to work and I got on the old school hip hop channel uh on Sirius XM and they play some back to back gangster shit that I used to listen to in the nineties. I'd be like, whoa, I might have to decompress before <laughs> before I walk into this office. Or, you know what I'm saying? I might go in here, you know. I mean, I don't know if y'all agree or disagree, but that's just my thought process. Ray, you got a you comment think, on that? Yeah, I got a comment. I really don't know how to say it, but it's like... Say it. <laughs> Just some, say some it. Some people take it into context of where they think they need to react. But then, if you're looking at the generation of today, they ain't nothing but gamers and list of music. I mean, you look at TikTok, you look at Instagram, whatever, every female is shaking their butt to that if you... If you get this as a text message, do you have to pop your pussy or some shit? I don't know what the fuck that shit says. Pop your pussy, pop your booty out. But every girl is doing that now. Like, it's addictive to them. You know what I'm saying? It's It's funny. I I heard a study on the radio the other day, and I don't have the exact numbers, about the influence of TikTok and how the... uh, all the countries how like that's one of the most popular social media platforms right now. But the funny part, the place that it was created, China has curfews on it. They cut you off after four hours, right? Like they're saying there's people legit addicted to TikTok in the United States of America. But here in China, the place that is is profiting off of this platform, they cut people off after four hours. They got a timer. You spend four hours a day on TikTok, you shut down. <laughs> to me, that's crazy, right? I mean, yeah, it's but crazy. It's, 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 it's crazy to us. Period. 
Yeah. It's social media, period. All the platforms. That's the new thing. If a girl see a girl that she don't like it, she thinks she's prettier than her, she's going to go in the bathroom, sitting in the house, get all made up, put on eyelashes and everything, and show that she look prettier. You know what I'm saying? With a rapper, with a rapper, one of these trap rappers, talking about how much drugs they got, woo, woo, this and that. Somebody from high school that hate on him that's a rapper, going to jump on TikTok, Instagram and all that, start beefing with them, and then next thing you know, somebody got shot. It's it's weird, but it's social media, and like I said, that's all we get nowadays. It's social media heads. I don't think it's the music. It's the social media heads, them beefing on social media, and video games. They sit in the so, house playing Call of Duty all day, then they get them a little dirty pistol. I think I can shoot this nigga. Huh. They play a Grand Theft Auto. I think I can carjack this nigga. I say how to do it on a game. So, so you you attributing the the violence in hip hop to social media? That, social media, video games, and all types. I mean, I mean, a lot of it's all old high school stuff. Like I know in my old neighborhood right now, them shorties are beefing over old high school stuff. Who stole who girlfriend? Now everybody a rapper. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> So it's and like, everybody's concerned about who's fucking who girlfriend, man. I, but I completely agree about the females. You know, you know what I'm saying? They, they, who they who making the shit for life? Um, yeah, that too. That too. My thing is that they have better experiences, right? Outside of these small four block area communities, then they get over that, right? Like, like Common said in one of his Common said in one of his songs. Uh, uh, some cats, young cats ain't been passed downtown. You know what I'm saying? Like some of them haven't. I still right. got guys. I'm 46 years old, bro. Some of them still haven't been passed downtown, bro. Yeah, I mean, and it's crazy. Like, and 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 those some of those people still have that same mentality that we had when we were 15, 16 years old, right? They don't have the. They don't have the. Um, they have the ability to move around. They don't have the mind um, concept of moving around. Because most of them people don't even go out of town. You know what I'm saying? I know some people that just started going out of town this year. I'm like, this your first time out of town? This is my first time on a plane? And woo, woo. I'm like, shit, we 40-something. Like, you've never been out yeah. of town? Yeah, I had I had this conversation with my uh, goddaughter. She she just turned twenty one, and you know it, it. She was throwing these huge birthday parties. And she was renting an Airbnb, and I'm like, "Why are you spending thousands of dollars on an Airbnb for people to come kick it with you? Like, take that same money, go out of town." Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, so, and and she had never been. Outside of Los Angeles, ever, you know what I'm saying? Right. And, I mean, except for going to Sacramento or you know to to her granddad's house, yeah, yeah. But it's always been California, and so this year for her birthday, her and her boyfriend went to to Miami. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And although I'm happy that she took my advice and got out of L.A. and seen another part of the world. I am not as happy that she took her boyfriend with him, <laughs> with her. You know what I'm saying? Because she ended, she probably ended up footing the bill for him too. You know what I'm saying? But that that's none of my business. She's grown. You know what I'm saying? So it is what it is. But I think that social media has a lot to do with the with the violence that we see in hip hop. I honestly, I and I agree with you 100 percent on that, right? I got a I got a follow up question for you guys, right? Speaking on the social media aspect, and, and do you think that these rappers that are coming up, the young ones, once they start getting that money, part of it, keeping it real, they have to stay, feel like they have to stay rooted to the areas they grew up. And I'm speaking specifically like Young Dolph just got killed at a cookie store, right? Like at some point, you hate to say it, but when your tax bracket changes, your associations have to kind of change. Your uh, 
affiliations where you, you know, I mean, I hate to say that, but you have to because your whole although, mindset should start changing. So although unfortunate that Young Dolph got his life taken, you know, at that cookie shop, you know, it, it happens. And I wouldn't say that, you know, just because your tax bracket changes doesn't mean you have to leave. I mean, you should definitely move out of the hood because now you are a bigger target. But, you know what I'm saying, going back, you know, most of your family's in the hood. You know what I'm saying? So going back to visit from time to time, yeah, okay, for sure. If you if you want to buy up the hood, like like T.I., like Nipsey Hussle was doing, you know, and you want to put businesses in the hood, you want to create opportunities for our people, then, yeah, all power to you. You know what I'm saying? And But we see rappers who grew up in that hood life, who grew up in the hood, grew up on hard times, they get money and they get out of there. You know what I'm saying? It's not always that they go back. You know what I'm saying? They do get money. I think, who was it? Uh, Who was the one dude in Chicago? He in the gated community now. They can't touch that dude. You know what I'm right, saying? He grew, up in, he grew up in the hood, you know what I'm saying? And he got out. He he see he sees the bigger picture. The problem is is that we get these young dudes with with all the money, and they like, man, I gotta feed, I gotta feed, you know what I'm saying, little uh little Tunchi. I gotta feed, you know what I'm saying, and they and they bring their whole gang around it, and they surrounded by cats, you know, who don't have their best interests at heart, and that's when they can get caught up in the gunfire, crossfire, whatever the case may be, or get caught up in some drama. But that's the point I'm making is like, even sure. if you're just going back to visit, if you on social media yesterday with a hundred grand in your hand going to some uh, fancy venue or some, or some strip club or some island that they can't afford, then the next thing they see you back in the hood, jealousy is bred within us in human nature, right? Like, it's just how we act on it as humans. Most quote unquote civilized humans know how to deal with jealousy and envy, right? I, I remember back to the time when Antoine Walker got stuck up, the basketball player. Came back to Chicago, got his chain stole, what, two, three times, right? In the 90s? Yeah. Trying to come back and, and, and prove that he still can be around the hood. All but I'm saying is that you. you let ahead. me just finish this talk because you know I forget. All I'm saying is you should have the ability to do that. But if you're making this kind of music that's talking about shoot 'em up, bang, bang, all the money you got, you got to expect that if your hood is actually that grindy, somebody coming for you. You got to expect that. And it could be the motherfucker you, you trying to help eat. You know? I mean, so sometimes they go back to the hood because they think that, like, yo, this is my home. Ain't nobody going to do this to me. It's my turf. You know what I'm saying? These are my streets. You know, uh, Nipsey, those are his streets, bro. He owned that corner. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was his corner. And he got killed right in front of his store. You know what I'm saying? Meek Mill can go back to Philly, I'm I'm guessing, anytime. Kendrick Lamar can post up in Compton anytime. The game can post up in Compton anytime. You know what I'm saying? Like Snoop can probably go to Long Beach. All of these dudes moved out the hood. You know what I'm saying? But they can at any time go back to the hood. You know what I'm saying? And they fit and these rappers go back because they feel they have the respect. You know what I'm saying? That they 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 rap about in in the in their lyrics. I don't know. Right. Do you feel do you feel that way? Do you feel that they should avoid it? I mean, you've been around artists. I feel a certain way. I'm not an artist. I'm just a sound engineer, but I work for some people, and people know who I work for. Right. Personally, I'm not going back to the hood. Now, would I go visit the hood? Yeah. I'll go visit. I said, what up? But living in the hood, living on the south side of Chicago? No. I stay in the suburbs. Nobody know who I am. I don't know who they are. You know what I'm saying? I, I'll keep it that way. You know what I'm saying? Because the way I got to move, too. Sometimes I leave my house alone for four months. So me being in the suburbs, I know there's some jealous motherfuckers out here. If I was in the city, most likely I'd come back to an empty house. Me being in the suburbs, nobody know who I am. 
You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm cool. I'm cooling. Um, but then on the other side, just look into the view of what we're talking about. You got half of these rappers that have put the hood on. So they going back. They going back. They put the hood on. They was the shooter. They was the drug dealer. They made sure I had a bowl of cereal in the morning. You know what I'm saying? They made sure I had a winter coat. You know? I look up to this dude. You know what I'm saying? Even though there's some haters in between them, but still, they probably got 75 to 80%, 90% of the hood on them with protection and everything. As soon as they pull up, they got them goons out there. You know what I'm saying? That's their goons. You know what I'm saying? They got little money. They they first trial around. Social media blew, blew them up. Just social media blew them up. Because everybody's a social media rapper anyway. So social media blew them up. Boom. They got a little paper bail. You come back to the hood because you ain't like you. Your first song, you're getting a million bucks just to buy a house. Bam. Take a couple buddies to Vegas, Miami, Cali. Bam. You putting them in the mix of your business. Yes. Because most likely your best friend going to become your manager. You know, you putting them in your business. Bam. You got them getting money. They get more money on top of that because whatever they do with their money to cop, recop. Flip it, whatever. You know, um, it's, it sounds it so sounds like you. It, it might be kind of hard for them to leave a hood life alone when they brought the hood into their life at the beginning of their career. It sounds like you're mentioning the Takashi Six Nine situation. You know Is what I'm saying? Got Chief him. Keith, yeah. Lil yeah. Reese. You know what I'm saying? Young Dolph, Boosie. Yeah. Boosie still be in the hood. Yeah. And Boosie older than me. Yeah. Boosie I mean, got to be at least 50 what? Damn, he that old? Yeah, Boosie older than me. I'm 46. You, you talking about Boosie in, in Memphis? I mean, not yeah. Memphis, in uh, Mississippi, huh? Yeah. Boosie old. So I got... I, uh, like I said, me and this dude Ray go back a long time, man. And I remember when you was getting started 45. in the industry. No. You 45? No, he 39. Boosie 39. He younger than me? Yeah, November 14th, 1982. Well, I feel old as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you are old, man. <laughs> no, I remember... Uh, Fly is 45. Gotcha. Ray, you gonna you, you probably remember this. I won't go into details, but you was just getting started in your career in the industry. And we remember we went to a party on 63rd, right? And these guys got a gun stole and a camera stole. <laughs> out this house party we had, and they went outside to confront the dudes, and the whole neighborhood <laughs> chased them dudes, man, about to kill them. And they gave me and you a pass because we was cool. You know what I'm saying? But at that point, that's when I started realizing, like, hey, well, what we had in our life, we got to start moving different. You know what I'm saying? Like, that might have been one of the last house parties I've ever been to. And we were still kind of young then. You know what I'm saying? Like, shut up. Um, but it's... People give respect where we respect this dude. A person could tell you if you look them eye to eye, if you deserve respect or if you don't. Them two dudes, they disrespected them dudes. They said something out their mouth instead of their ass getting on that fucking bus. And they got chased. Up in the house, all the way back down the back stairs, and they got their ass beat. And they lucky they made it to the L about six blocks away. You know what I'm saying? I mean, but it was a thing of a respect le level, too, you know? Like, yeah. they wasn't going to come at us. We didn't disrespect them. 
Right. And that's what's going on on social media. Just said, oh, I was on J Street. You on G Street. You talking about how you came to J Street to get something and you whooped somebody. So I'm coming back at you talking about how I'm coming down G Street and I just shot up the block. And like I said, these motherfuckers be rapping about what they just did. They be tricking on themselves. You know what I'm saying? So that it be known. And then it go on social media. And then you got all the people you went to high school with, grammar school with, looking, edged it on and disrespecting or respecting the move. And it's just weird like that now. So I'm, I'm, and, and it's just, bro, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking. And y'all remember that Soldier Boy Chris Brown, Brown beef? Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? These dudes making money on top of money, and they sitting here talking about, you know, who the biggest gangster is, who the biggest blood is, or whatever. That, that to me, was silly as hell. You know what I'm saying? Like, you dudes is rich as hell, and y'all in the, in the streets, in the hood, talking about this is my hood. I know Soldier Boy for sure live in Malibu. I mean, not Malibu, but Marina Del Rey. You know what I'm saying? The condo's right off the beach. Bro, that's a long way from the hood in Atlanta. That's for sure. No, but that's still some, like, clout chasing shit to me. For sure. You know, like, now you want the thugs to be there with you. You know? Because that gets them the protection, right? So it's like, so, so now, so now, and it's crazy because every city you go in, you got to check in with somebody. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Maybe. It depends on it depends on who you are. As, and that's true. But then that's, but, but right. But so so that also goes to the fact that you know what I'm saying, these dudes is on 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 albums, on songs, and they're like, yo, I'm I'm the biggest, baddest dude, whoever, you know, and I'm you talking about the me talking about the check-in. Going back to a video that that I guess went viral of the baby in 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 some city, he on the porch and these dudes like, man, nah, bro, you got to check in. He was like, man, I ain't checking in nothing. Yeah, I, I see that video. Yeah, he's like, I ain't checking in. I got to check in. I ain't got to check in. You asked about me, you know what I'm saying? And that dude, and I was like, damn, <laughs> damn. I mean, but that that's not nothing new. I was no, with an artist. I was with an artist. We went to New York, went to this famous, famous like basketball park where they do a lot of banging graffiti, like some of the best graffiti office uh, artists painting now. Uh huh. The artist decided to do a video in now. It was about a group of twenty five motherfuckers walked up on us like, "Yo, y'all gotta check in." Like BET had to pay for this video. Like y'all filming our art and everything, like. So hey, hey, so wait a minute. Was so was the artist from New York? Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah, you got to check in, bro. You just can't walk you know, in. You, you just see, can't walk in one of their parks and be like, just start filming some shit. <laughs> you better you check know, in. But that was all BET. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. no, they figured it out, but it was weird. You know what I'm saying? Because my imagine. ass was like, I'm not fighting for you to shoot no video. I'm gonna take my ass back to the car. And, and, and if, if if you dashing, I'm gonna tell the driver to pull the fuck off and leave your ass here. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm out of here. Like, I did, I did enough in my youth on some game banging bullshit. Like they they ready to shoot, fight, whatever. Like you in their neighborhood, they right. Hey, so so how long ago was this video? Shit, that was probably about shit. Shit, I've been in business. I probably was like 15 years ago. Fifteen years ago, is that rapper still uh, relevant today? Man, how you yeah. out here trying to divulge information so people? I ain't asking who it was. Cold. I just asked him if the rapper was still relevant I today. Mean, you, he's you still relevant. Okay, for sure. Yeah, yeah he's, he's still divulge nothing, Ron. That's why we can't keep guests coming back, man. <laughs> I ain't asking <laughs> him to divulge nothing. I just asked him if the rapper still relevant today. That's not me asking him. Is he? Is he who it is? You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to put him in that situation where, you know what I'm saying, I'm asking him. 
moving on. Yeah, so, moving on, man. <laughs> Punk I just want to say, as we start wrapping up, man, uh, as I always say, I hope we get it together as a, a community. Rappers, non-rappers, all, all, all around, man. Like, we keep, like, I still believe rap is an art form. Even mumble rap, right? Like, it takes a talent to do that. I could be a mumble rapper regardless if I like it or not, right? It takes talent to do that, and it's a form of art. It And it's who likes that art, right? It's just like you might like Picasso versus some abstract street artist. That's both still art. It's just so all I'm saying is we're losing artists, and art helps keep society normalized, right? So, so I, I, I agree with you. I, but I'm going to add this little caveat. As you continue in the rap game, your craft needs to evolve. You know what I'm saying? Like, it needs to, if you start off gangster rap, you know what I'm saying? Because it's only so many shootings you can rap about. You know what I'm saying? You have to evolve. Snoop Dogg evolved. Ice Cube evolved. T.I. evolved. Rick Ross evolved. Jay-Z evolved. You know what I'm saying? Like, all of these dudes... I consider legends in the game. All of these dudes evolved. You know, I mean, you 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 listen to Kendrick Lamar's first album to his last album. He evolved. You know, J. Cole evolved. Uh, Big Crit evolved. To, uh, Toby and Nigue, he evolved. You know what I'm saying? So you have to evolve with the craft and you have to continue to build on the craft. Do you know why I believe those artists that you mentioned evolved? Because they're following Evolve. They're following age with them, right? Like, if you have the most simplistic thing, if you're rapping the most simplistic lyrics, it can it can transcend generations. It's like a nursery rhyme, right? You know what I'm saying? You can teach. You heard the Little Red Riding Hood story when you was a kid. And you probably, your kids heard it. And your, they kids go hear it. So if it's simplistic, it's not an evolution, right? So if, if, if your target demographic isn't growing, then there's no need for you to evolve. And a lot of these younger artists nowadays aren't staying, along, staying around long enough to evolve. They're making the quick money grab, getting that paper, getting out, and like Ray mentioned earlier, putting it back in the hood and trying to profit off of that. But that, but that money runs out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because most I mean, of these young dudes, most of these young dudes are getting fucked over in con in contracts. You know what I'm saying? So that money runs out. You know, then but then you have the the young dudes like a Meek Mill. You know what I'm saying? Like the Migos. Those dudes have evolved. You know, Meek Mill starting out, bro, it was like he was screaming on every track. You know, now his his last album, Champions. You know, I thought it was a damn good album. I don't know too many people that didn't like the album. You know what I'm saying? But I agree with you. We have to put out better content, but we also, our young rappers have to evolve. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can listen to Offset now. <laughs> I rock with the dude. I mean, I think it takes them time to evolve. Of course, they're oh, going sure. to try to get the attention. For sure. That's why they start on social media. They have to get For the sure. attention. You know For what I'm sure. saying? And then after that, they get into their love songs and once they start dating and find somebody serious and <laughs> stuff like that. But Man. it just takes them time, you know. Right now, I think they just, these younger rappers is putting out their stress more than anything. The shit that they've been going through, you know what I'm saying? The shit they ain't seen. I mean, what? most of these rappers now, they grandmamas ain't raised them. They mama, they ain't had no mama or no daddy. They just they grandma. So they grandma couldn't keep up with them. They was outside yeah. doing their dirt. And they found rap as a way out. Yeah, that's facts. Rap or sports. Keep, keep, yeah, rap and sports. So them keeping themselves in the neighborhood is like, you got that best friend over there. You you know what I'm saying? Like, that's my hood. Yeah. They helped supported me, you know? So it's like, you can't tell them Oh, just move and alienate themselves from their peoples. Some they are going to. 
Some yeah. they're not. You know? They don't want they need to be around what they not to be around, you know. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Okay. Oh, let's, oh, let's get ready to wrap up. Hey Ray, we got this new little segment we doing. We don't have a sound bite for it, right? And you're gonna be our first guest to be a part of it. I was the first guinea pig last week. It's kind of like <laughs> a word association. Two weeks ago. Shut up. Uh, it's like word association. I'm going to throw some some phrases out. You tell me the first thing coming to your mind. Uh, <laughs> and it, it, it's like petty corner, right? <laughs> so just, 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 you know, just to end on the lighter move. All right, you ready? Yeah. First one, 390. We. <laughs> hey, hey, hold on. Before we move on, you got to tell me about 390 and how that equates to we. Like, that's the first thing that came out of you. You didn't even think about it. You just said we. Like, what? You got to tell me the story behind it. What, we? No, 390. 390? That's the shrimp club. But we smoked a lot of weed with the girls. <laughs> We smoked a lot of weed with the girls. We used to go out back. We us at the back door. They used to be like, at the back door. We go out back, smoke some weed, chill. Sit in the car, chill, smoke weed. Go back in the club. Throw some dollars. Show that money. Uh, you didn't take half. You didn't take half of my things away now. Here we go. I no, got man, another. You go ahead, rock it. Go ahead, rock it. <laughs> Smoking, hoking. Oh, Columbia College. Yes, sir. Uh, White Street Glamour. <laughs> oh, my raid. <laughs> Your raid? Uh, okay. Uh, my raid. I got raided. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I'm trying not to be too too petty. We got too many. Uh, uh, cowboys. Oh, too much going on. <laughs> just Sorry. too much going on. Word. That's why that motherfucker ain't open no more. <laughs> hey. Oh, I thought you was talking about the Dallas Cowboys, for sure. <laughs> no, it's another strip club. Rod okay. his strip club. <laughs> Rod his strip club. Yeah, I see the theme here. I see the theme here. Uh, Yeah. <laughs> I got one for you. Ron, if you done, I got one for you. Go ahead. The state of hip-hop. Alive, well, never going downhill. Um, I mean, there's so many different type of artists. You can't really put the drill music and these thug little motherfuckers on hip-hop. There's so many different types of artists. There's too many different types of artists. You got your Kid Cuddies. You got your Kendrick Lamar's. You got your J. Cole's. You got your uh, Lil Ma, Young Ma, whatever her name. You got, you know what I'm saying? You got you you got a lot of artists out here. A lot of people is making good music. Some people just make trap music, you know? So it's not going to die. I don't think it's putting the world in the state of mind of doing Wrong. Um, it's something that I heard on Criminal Mass when I was watching Criminal Mass the other night, where basically it's in human nature to harm someone. Basically, it's up to the human not to harm someone. You know what I'm saying? It said it in like that context, and it was on Criminal Mass because they do little quotes at the beginning of Criminal Mass, yeah, and do little quotes at the end of. So no, it was something to that state where it's like it's in our nature. You know what I'm saying? To try to hurt somebody or be in danger or something. But it's up to us to reverse, you know what I'm saying? Like, pull back from that nature. For sure. So, For sure. I mean, it's in their nature to make the music that they're making right now. Will they For evolve? Sure. Yes. They will evolve. It's going to take them some time. it probably take a whole terrible incident to happen. When they homies getting killed or somebody dying or you know what I'm saying, it probably take that before they change, but it's gonna change. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like sure. I mean, Common was great hip hop. Even though Common's doing great hip hop, he evolved into another realm. You you know what I'm saying? 
Is yeah. hip hop at the same as his uh, first album? It it, it, it it built. Facts. You know what I'm saying? So I think, you know, with them growing, I mean, when, when they first out, they excited. I've seen a lot of artists. When they first out, they excited. Now, the, like the shit I did this weekend, um, Rolling Loud, you see these young artists. They just got a DJ, but they looking at the other artists like, oh, y'all got a band. You know what I'm saying? So that's they this level. It's like, let me make some music where a band could play some shit and I could have a band behind me and maybe I could have some dancers and, you know. So it's just them developing their art. You know, they jumping in, they jumping in quick, got their first little $10,000 chain, you know what I'm saying? $500 pair of jeans, $300 shirt, you know. And they just trying to fill the way. They like, hey, I'm getting, you know, they ain't getting that much when they first start off. They probably ain't getting no more than twelve thousand a show. You know what I'm saying? Until they grow to that point, then that's when they get into the hundred thousand, the fifty thousand, the sixty thousand. You know, yeah, they have to grow to that point. For sure, for sure. Well, you know, we're well, supposed to end on the light note, so I got two. All right, so. And, and, oh, oh, wait, hold on, man. We can end now. I actually got three things where we can uplift the mood. You know, I mean, not to say that Ray down the mood, but uh, I got three things. Um, Steph Curry passed the uh, three-point record. Um, he did that in the first quarter early, like not too long, not too far after he shot his first one. Um, and O.J. Simpson was released from parole three months early for good behavior today. And today... J.R. Smith um, posted on, I believe, Instagram that he um, finished his semester with a 4.0 GPA, man. So shout out to J.R. Smith, man. You know what I'm saying? He went back to college, seeked advanced education. You know what I'm saying? That's big for him. So uh, congratulations to all three. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully, OJ, stay away from the white women. And I should have gloves. <laughs> oh man so, alright I got one more for you Ray on our way out the door air mattress oh <laughs> 2314 <laughs> god damn yes god, sir man man, man I thank hey, you it was, it was nice having you on the show Ray man appreciate it nice nice for nice. sure Ray come back man thanks bro for sure yeah, yeah. alright You've been listening to Dram Run's Augmented Reality.